Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiri, along with Francis Beck from Western New York Athletics and Roger Weiss, our resident troublemaker. Frank is out on assignment. He's covering the draft, uh, isn't he? Doing something uh, like that. Yeah, covering, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah, he's covering. In other words, they have food and donuts, and he elected to go for that, right? Um, I wouldn't. I don't think they have donuts, but they have uh, they have beverages uh-huh. that I I see how it is. All right. Well, good luck, Frank. Uh, have fun covering the draft. Uh, a lot of people are excited. The Sabres have selected. No secret there. Darlene, uh, is this guy really going to be able to turn the franchise around? Uh, Francis, you follow hockey a lot more than I do. That's what everybody's saying. He, he's he got huge skill. And if, I, I mean, the, he was the no question number one pick. I don't right. know of another draft in my lifetime where it was so clear who the number one pick was really in the NHL or NFL. Maybe Connor McDavid, but like this guy's head and shoulders above the rest, so he certainly has the potential. Well, hopefully he can turn the Sabres around and they can get back to uh, being a playoff club like uh, I always remembered. Right, Raj? Absolutely. Francis is obviously uh, much too young to remember, but they're comparing, they are comparing Dallin to Dennis Potman, who is the overall number one Back in 1972, I guess, the third year of the Sabres' existence and all that. And if uh, Dallin is anywhere near that, then uh, he's the real deal. And uh, I think they have a real foundation building around uh, Dallin and, uh, you know, Eichel. And hopefully the uh, others... uh, Reinhardt's and those of the world start to blend in now with a few years experience. I think things will be good in the future. Uh, they say they're far away from a playoff team. I don't know. Of course, the goaltending now is the I was just big question you, can mark. You, can you play goalie? I can stand in front of the net and all that and occupy most of the nets. You're so hired. I mean, you got the job. Beautiful. All right, congratulations, Roger Weiss, our new goalie. Derek's got to be <laughs> only if Derek will be my agent. <laughs> Derek, you get the exclusive. <laughs> hey, hang on, we're missing something this morning. What's that? Oh yeah, you haven't. Uh, good morning. Morning, y'all. <laughs> Thank you, D. <laughs> All right, you guys. I want to tell you about because uh, we're gonna get to news and notes in a little bit, and uh, you guys are gonna throw out. Uh, 
Softball All-Stars in Western New York. Tell us about uh, what softball players had an outstanding year and, and why, so we'll get into that. But uh, this is something that I do every year on the program, and it goes back to uh, my time growing up in North Buffalo. Last day of school at PS81, I would march on home with my, uh, <laughs> you know, after emptying my book bag, seemed like I needed a truck to carry that stuff home because I'd accumulate so much garbage over the year. But I'd get home, and first thing I do, turn on the radio and, uh, listen for Alice Cooper every year. You have to listen to uh, Schools Out. It's just tradition. Congratulations to the class of 2018. Best of luck to you, and thanks for the last four years that, that we followed you in uh, high school sports and all the kids. You know that uh, looking towards summer thing, and and what's the first thing that they say when they're off on summer? I'm bored. <laughs> what do I do? I'm bored. That's what you tell them. You want me to hire you a clown? That's what they got cell phones and video games for. 
right? Yeah, that they never put down. But uh, <laughs> congratulations, class of 2018. News and notes. I'm going to pass this along to you. Niagara Pioneer Soccer League is getting ready to host the 34th annual R.E. Krug 2018 Niagara Pioneer Soccer League International Championship on July 7th and 8th at Fort Niagara State Park. Niagara County's largest and longest-running annual youth sporting event keeps on getting bigger and bigger. This year, they're hosting 164 teams with over 2,850 athletes from across New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Ontario. Boys and girls from 9 to 19 years old will be competing in 250 games on 20 fields that they have at Fort. They're estimating about 10,000 people will attend over the two days of competition. So they're really looking forward to it. It's a spectacular event. I've been to this in the past. It's amazing when you drive up there and you see nothing but soccer fields filled with games going on and on. So uh, head on out there. That is July 7th and 8th. All right. Well, you were talking about schools out as being a good song for this time of the year. Another good song is Pop in the Circumstance. And obviously it's graduation weekend this weekend. And uh, I have two notable valedictorians I want to talk about. One is Spencer Fromm from St. Joe's. He played uh, soccer and hockey there, and he is going to Harvard. Harvard? Yeah. And then from Tonawanda, Hope Balling, who we know, the great girls soccer player going to going to play Canisius. She's also a valedictorian. Cool. At Tonawanda. Speaking of Tonawanda, uh, now graduate Rihanna Brown became the school's first student to earn a competitive cheer scholarship. She'll be heading to Division Two Gannon. And we have a little bit of football news. Matt Vermette has stepped down as head coach of the football Lockport Lions. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, obviously they have an opening now for a, a head coach. That's something you're going to want to fill quickly as uh, I believe 7-7 seven and seven passing leagues already are, or are getting ready to get started. Yeah. I, well, apparently, I guess he... I already put it through in May, but for he announced it this week. So I'm hoping they already have a replacement that's been working with the kids. But even May is still kind of late to the game for football coaches. Yeah, because you want to have your program outlined, your your off season stuff, your you know bringing uh, kids into the weight room. As I mentioned, the seven on seven passing leagues. You want to structure how your uh, camp is going to be and February. I know coaches who have been hired in February, and that's late. Yeah, you want to be hired in December. All right, well, hopefully they get things, uh, get that all ironed out quickly. A lot going on today. Ride for Roswell. Uh, Boy, going I on. bikes out there. I came in the back way because I had to make a stop before I came here. And wow, those uh, bicycles are on uh, Millersport. Uh, so, uh, and that's, I don't believe that's the only, unless there's two ride for Roswell's, because I pass it out, like, you know, I know enough that they're going to uh, cross Sweet Home and Niagara Falls Boulevard, so I was going to avoid that uh, if I want to make it to the show on time. So I take River Road, and I'm held up by another ride that's going on, and there were several streets that were blocked off. So I don't know if both of those are ride for Roswell. I'm or, sure they or, are. Uh, the one that uh, I passed, it was must have come out by Flint Road. Or possibly right. the next one, and went straight down Millersport North, all the way up to uh, North Forest, and then they hung a uh, left to go actually north, down uh, North Forest, wherever that ends. That's beyond my domain, but uh, 
There are a lot of bikes out there. Well, I want to congratulate uh, bikers that I know that are out there raising money. Mary Jane Waleba, who works with me here at uh, at Entercom, and uh, let's see, my buddy Dean Oliveria, Burgard uh, classmate of mine, is also riding, and uh, so congratulations to him. Hopefully, he does well. Uh, Sue Robertson, uh, relative. Uh, Congratulations to her. I know she's riding in memory of her father. So uh, congratulations to all the riders out there and everybody that donated and and, uh, volunteered their time for what is Roswell's biggest fundraiser, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you're talking millions. Yeah, it's outstanding. And Western New York community really uh, steps up in this for the ride for Roswell. And Roswell is very near and dear to all of our hearts as uh, we hope someday that they are able to cure cancer. And they're doing do such wonderful work there so uh, congratulations to all those involved and is that spread because i mean a few years ago yeah we'd have a you'd have to stop at the intersection and wait for a few minutes now my god if they strung all these bikes out it would you could probably fill uh if they went one in front of the other you might go from ub all the way up to transit on millersport if they decided to go that way there are a lot of bikes out there and to whoever has to pull this off, congratulations, because <laughs> it's a lot of yeah, work. it's a big undertaking. You know, and that's why I, I said congratulations to all the people, volunteers. Yeah, if I have a party with 30 people, I have a headache just getting ready for it. I can imagine what these people have to do. So. That would be the day you have a party with 30 people. Well, you I want those guys digging a many, moat around your house. Yeah, I don't have that many friends, so I don't have to worry about that. But, you know, in case I get party crashes, you know how that goes. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, Raj, we're going to get into talking uh, softball today, and uh, you mentioned that you have, uh, and you do this every year, you kind of pick our all-stars. I don't know if anybody in Western New York watches as much softball as you do. Uh, so kind of thought it would be fun uh, to go through and talk some softball. Before we get into that, you did invite somebody in studio. Yeah, you I surprised got a I had a girlfriend. She says if either she comes to the studio or we're going to break up. (laughs) Anyway, uh, special guest, uh, Class C Player of the Year. How you doing, champ? I'm good. How are you? Olivia Anderson from Chautauqua Lake, the state champions, Class C, a week. uh, Was it last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Boy, time goes by fast (laughs) when you're having fun. And uh, also welcome in the studio, uh, uh, Olivia's uh, sister and father, sister, <laughs> sister Kelly and uh, father uh, John. Uh, I had a, I gave her a heads up, Tony. I says she doesn't have to worry about makeup and buying a dress and all that. Reminded her. Remember when the Lancaster volleyball came oh, yeah. in? Uh, oh God, how many years ago? It's got to be like twelve. A hundred years ago, years ago it seems. Uh, they they thought they were going to be on WGR TV. And they got dressed Wrong up. WGR. They had their <laughs> they had their makeup done. I walk in, and if I wouldn't have recognized the coach, I would have not had a clue <laughs> as to who these girls were. And then, and Tony, remember after the show what we did? Yeah, they were more excited about going to see Kiss ninety eight and Shy Guy Sean than they were about uh, about being state right champions. Yeah, and exactly. And all that. The coach just shook her head all the way out. <laughs> that Sue was Pernick, funny. if you're listening, I still remember. <laughs> Great so, memories. Uh, anyway, before we get into all Western New York team, I know you're on a tight schedule. You're in between games. You win this yes. morning. Uh, no, we didn't. We lost three zero. Oh, so you're going to have to play pretty early tomorrow morning if you yes, already have two losses. Most but uh, yeah. Uh, good combination team. Uh, 
besides uh, Olivia, you got a few girls from the state runner up here. Yeah, Boy, uh, you want to give them a shout? A couple of their names? Uh, Katie Jacobs, Maddie Hayflick, Maya Braun, Kennedy Haprel. Yeah, uh, Katie Jacobs. Uh, I don't want to brag, Tony, but I went to high school with her grandmother. That's what she said. He's got to get that Kensington, Kensington uh, high reference school. in there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, okay, quickly, because like I say, I know you're on a tight schedule. Yes. Give us a brief synopsis of what it's like to be state champion. Um, it's honestly unreal. I can't describe the feeling, it, but... It's Has just, it sunk in yet? Not really. I mean, we have, <laughs> we've had a lot of our communities really come together and like celebrated for us, but it doesn't feel real yet, even though there's been a lot of celebrations and congratulations from a lot of people in the community, but it's unreal still. It's just an amazing feeling. Well, and I don't want to uh, rain on your parade or anything, but you know Better now... Because they only have one senior on the team. Yes. So they're just about all back. Uh, do you have uh, uh, from JV or a replacement shortstop, somebody that will play um, short? I think, when you're not pitching, of course. <laughs> I think one of our um, outfielders might come in and play short. But I'm not really sure. We don't we don't know anything. Well, yeah, yeah, if you're wondering what that big black circle is on your back, it's called a bullseye. Because everybody's <laughs> going to be shooting for you next yes. year. You're not under the radar anymore. Sweetheart. I know. But... Uh, and I hope I don't jinx it because I said in 2016 after Orchard Park won in 2015, boy, if there's a chance for someone to repeat, well, they did make it to the state final, but they uh, came up one game short. So, uh, like I say, everybody's going to be prepared for mm-hmm. Chautauqua Lake. You guys are kind of under the radar yeah, this year. Yeah, we were year. this year, and a lot of people knew And about until, and it, me included, only after you knocked off Portville, I said, whoa, this team is for real. Because mm-hmm. that's a good Portville yeah, team. Yeah, Portville's very beat. good. A lot of good hitters. So, uh, anyway, uh, once again, congratulations. Thank you so uh, much. Uh, you're welcome to stay for a few minutes. What, what time's your next game? Um, we play, I have to be back at 11. Oh, you're okay. fine. Okay. Right? Well, no, 10 th- <laughs> Actually, you can't yeah, 10.30, 10.30, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Let me ask well, you this question. All right. <laughs> Being, uh, as Roger just said, you're going to have the bullseye on your back. Do you prefer to be the underdog that nobody is focused on, or would you rather be the one that they're gunning for? I mean, I guess the, like, the ambiguity of like not, they don't really know anything about us, that's kind of nice. But I don't know, now we're we're out there, and it's kind of, nice to have a little publicity and mm-hmm. people to know your name so that i don't know it's kind of a mixed feeling because it's nice to not really for anyone to know who you are so nobody's really gunning for you but now they do so. now obviously the, the trick is going to be is to keep everybody's head level yeah next definitely. season not just to let uh, lay back and say well you know we won a championship we just have to show up mm-hmm. uh, you're still gonna have to work hard definitely. Uh, you know through training off-season stuff and and things like that so now uh, players like yourself everybody's gonna have to uh talk to the younger ones that are coming up yes definitely we have right now we have five to be seniors and then five to be juniors so we have a couple girls that'll be coming up and definitely a lot we have a lot of leaders on our team so that'll keep us grounded i guess and not let us get big heads outstanding yeah i I, to reiterate what tony says uh a couple years ago uh i mentioned well i mentioned um orchard park 2015 uh, we had two uh, state champions in 2014, and one of them was Eden. And Eden was another one that looked like uh, a lock in 2015, and they didn't even make it down to the uh, uh, state semis. Mm-hmm. So complacency, that's one yes. thing you got to avoid. I hope uh, Coach Susan will be able to uh, impress upon mm-hmm. you guys. Hey, you know, everybody's record is 0-0 zero and zero now. You start, and 
but they remember you won last year, defending yes. champions. You're going to get their best every game, mm-hmm. which is good. It'll prepare you for the postseason. Yeah. Because basically everybody uh, involved in, in summer leagues and travel uh, softball, things like that? We only have four that play a, in a travel league. We have our center fielder, Kendra Kaiser, our catcher, Shay Johnson, myself, and our third baseman, Sienna Bray Miller. Hmm. So we have a couple that play travel, but most girls do a lot of open gyms in the off season and they're okay. working out and they're playing other sports. So okay, they're definitely good. in shape, but not playing travel. Okay. That's excellent. Well, now it's time to enjoy summer. Uh, you you yes. know, wrapped up a great year, and uh, I know you're playing right now. Yeah. <laughs> so have a lot of fun. Enjoy Thank the you. time off, Thank and so uh, best of luck to you. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to tap Roger's mind. I know that's scary. And find <laughs> out some of the top players uh, besides Olivia in Western New York. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. Welcome back to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri, along with Francis Beck from West New York Athletics and Roger Weiss. Uh, Roger, I mean, you cover softball like nobody's business. Uh, Francis, you do a lot of covering, too. So West New York Athletics has uh, come up with uh, their all-stars, and Roger has his. So that would be kind of neat for the two of you guys to bounce back and forth. Some of the top names, you know, you, you've been talking about games throughout the year and, and teams, and, you know, you throw in some names. In it, but there's a lot of names that, that uh, don't get a lot of recognition that should, and you guys are going to help us sort through all that out. So uh, let's start with you, Raj. Yeah, in my case, uh, uh, the criteria is probably slightly different. Uh, I want to emphasize that before I start. Uh, these fi- fi- following four things are, to me, are not applicable when I choose the All-Western New York team. Number one, the college that you have signed for or verbally indicated has no bearing in it. Number two, whatever year in school you are has no bearing in it. I don't care if you're a seventh grader or a senior. Uh, that does not come into play. Uh, what you do in travel ball does not come into play. We get a lot of these uh, teams where coaches have the pick. They're picking players that they don't see from one end of the school year to the next. They're based on uh, whatever they read in the newspapers and whatever uh, their travel ball experiences with these players are. And finally, I don't care how great a year you had in 2017. Uh, to me, it's how you perform for your school and I like to say between St. Patrick's Day and Flag Day. Okay. Okay. And uh, probably the thing that has the biggest bearing on what I'm choosing is team success. I also don't do it by position for one reason. I would say 90% of the best players in Western New York either pitch, catch, or play shortstop. And the only ones that aren't in there, obviously, if you have somebody who throws left-handed, that kind of usually restricts them to first base or the outfield. Although, I don't know about you, Francis, but I'm seeing an increased number of left-handed throwing catchers out there, Mm -hmm. which I guess in softball is not that big a deal. See, years ago, if you were a lefty, you wouldn't catch Anthony because many years ago, oh, probably 80% of the batters out there were uh, 
right-handed, so that would be a detriment to a catcher throwing down to second base on a steal. Right. Now it's completely different. you got more left-handed batters, you know, theory being you're two steps closer to first base, so unless you're a power hitter, if you can hit left-handed, that's to your advantage. Yeah, because a lot of, you know, if you're not a power, you can just slap it down and uh, and get to first. Exactly, and that's, what, two steps? Yep. So, anyway, having said that, uh, player of the year. Normally, I won't pick a player of the year. If you recall in basketball this past year when I picked my team, I didn't have a player of the year. I didn't have a co-player of the year. I had tri-players of the year. I had three this year to award. This year, as far as I'm concerned in softball, it's a no-brainer. Game over. Player of the year, Brooke Planka from Iroquois, Lady Chiefs. Uh, Iroquois was under the radar all year long. I didn't. I saw them uh, in midseason. I had seen uh, Lakeshore play. I believe it was against East Aurora, and they looked impressive. But you know, Class A, Francis. I'm sure you'll agree with the Will Easts and uh, Will Souths and the West Seneca East of the world. That was a pretty, probably the toughest classification in my opinion. Well, Lakeshore. When I saw them. Boy, I don't think I'd want to play Lakeshore in the quarterfinals. That's a team, if you look past, you're going to lose. Well, then I see them play East Aurora, and wow, where did this team come from? Anthony, East Aurora was, they lost their second game of the year. They won their first, so they're 1-1 one one going into game three. Their next loss occurred in the state championship game in uh, Moreau Park. That's so quite they a stretch. 19-2. Wow. And included there, they knocked off... Uh, uh, Will East and uh, I think that was the crossover. They had a game. crossover game, and uh, that's a pretty good. And Will they knocked East off uh, Luport in the A two game, right? Who had been uh, well, killing Luport in the NFL. just ran away with the Niagara Frontier League this year. So yeah, Brooke Planka, uh, Player of the Year. The news might come out with a Pitcher of the Year and a Player of the Year. I think Brooke fits both categories. She's also their cleanup hitter, and uh, the memory I have of Brooke would be at the semifinal game. They kept putting the K's up on the, uh, the chain link fence uh, beyond the third base dugout. 17 strikeouts in that game, Anthony, in eight innings. Wow. Yeah, so Brooke Plonk is my player of the year. Uh, another person I'm putting on first uh, team is one of her teammates, shortstop Kennedy Habril. Uh Leadoff hitter, outstanding shortstop. Got the winning hit in that one to nothing state semifinal game. I could have picked between her and uh, Rachel Zach, the first baseman. I chose her probably based on that winning hit. We just had Olivia Anderson in uh, studio, pitcher and shortstop for the state champion Class C uh, Chautauqua Lake Lady uh, T-Birds. She's obviously on my team, and one of the teammates she mentioned, Sienna Braymiller, third baseman on that team, probably their best hitter, and both of them will be back to lead the team next year. Will East, I have two. I could have probably picked three or four from Will East. Uh, uh, Rachel Steffen, an infielder, probably their top hitter this year. Summer Clark, pitcher slash first baseman. Uh like I say, I'm leaving some of the others off. Christy Mack comes to mind. Maddie Kozlowski. They just they were loaded. And that even makes uh, Iroquois Iroquois win against Will East even that much more impressive. That is a great team. Roger, I think the other thing that's impressive about that win is I remember a few days ago the Will East baseball team was heavily favored and they lost. 
and you're thinking going into Monday's game, you know you had a few of those girls right there at the game. You think they'd be mentally, you know, you know, they'd be ready, you know, thinking, you know, not getting knocked off is certainly a realm of the possibility and still Iroquois was there that um and they took it to Willie's. Credit to Iroquois for even though Willie's was very ready for that game. They did in that game what they did all year. They more or less stayed under the radar. They're down two to one going into the seventh, Anthony. I think they scored five runs in the seventh inning. And even a Will East for a Will East team as good as they are, that wasn't a hill to climb to come back. That was a mountain. Wow. Couple of girls from Lancaster are next on their team. Olivia Kincannon, uh headed to UB, uh, hit over five hundred. To me, I thought she was the best catcher this year in Western New York, and there are a lot of good ones out there. I will be mentioning a few more of them as we go along. But uh, led uh, the Lady Legends to the Class Double A Championship. And like I say, Francis, a 15-foot swinging single is probably what kept them from the state champion because they eventually lost 3-1 to one to Victor, who went on to win the state championship. That team that didn't win, that hurts as much as the ones that all went all the way down there. That could have been a Lancaster Legends state championship. That's how close it was. So near and yet so far. Sydney Balecki. Shortstop from Orchard Park. A lot of good girls. She's an underclassman. There are a lot of it was senior led, but uh, I thought at least the Orchard Park games that I went to this year, she was by far the most impressive. I sent for some stats and her statistics bad, backed that up. And uh, uh, Lily Wozniak will be another girl. I believe she'll be on my second team. Uh, Lily is going to Canisius, I believe. I could have had a, a couple players who I will mention when I do the, you know, after the first team. What but, was the uh, name again? Lillian Wozniak. Wozniak. Vo- oh, excuse me, Wozniak. I got correct Thanks you. Thanks for helping I- me with the old country, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Score! <laughs> okay, and also their center fielder, leadoff hitter. For, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned for Lancaster. Did I mention Madison uh, Pepke? Uh, she made the all-B team and all that. Uh Leadoff hitter, table setter. Uh, again, there are a couple more I could have mentioned from Lancaster. I tried not to get too many from uh, the same team. Right. From Olean, Alyssa Ramarge. She took Olean through uh, one game from the state championship, or from the, the she took them to the semifinals. Uh, the girl she went up against from uh, Ichabod Crane High School, Anthony. Struck out against Olean in the semifinal, only struck out 20 of the 21 outs. I'm sorry, but I think it would be totally cool going to Ichabod Crane High School. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just cool. Everybody says... Are oh, they the Headless Horsemen's? Well, no, you know what? I, I looked into that, and I found out how that school came about. It was a combination of the Crane uh, School District and the Ichabod School District. Oh. They just combined. Yeah, right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, she was the pitcher. She's... I believe she's another one. We have a contingent going to St. Bonaventure next year. She's one of them along with... Uh, so the Bonnies will be loaded. Well, they're going to have a young team. I don't know. You know, They're going to have take turns pitching and all that because they will also have uh, Allison Haskell from uh, Franklinville, uh, Abby Borkowski from uh, Kenmore West, 
and uh, somebody else whose name escapes me at the moment. Oh, they get a Lancaster player in there too. Uh, that I'm not sure of. Oh, I'm sure you guys will think about it. All right, go ahead, Raj. Okay, um, I left off with Sydney Balecki, Allison, Alyssa Mirage, Rebecca Cyrek, pitcher, North Collins High School. She led North Collins to the semifinals, knocking off uh, a Franklinville team, which I thought might have been a great chance at a state championship. Again, they ran up with a couple of good teams downstate, too, that I wasn't that familiar with until I got down there. Caitlin Schmitz from uh, Eden. That was a tough one. I could have picked any one of three girls from that Eden team. Caitlin was probably slightly a little bit better than uh, Marissa Calloway or Maddie Woodard, but uh, it was close. I mentioned Allie Haskell from Franklinville. I still, and this gives you a rough idea of how good uh, North Collins was, North Collins was able to score uh, five runs against Allie Haskell. Franklinville scored four runs. If you told me they scored four runs for Allie Haskell, I set up the parade in the whole nine yards. From the uh, Monsignor Martin, a couple first-teamers, Jessica DePasquale from Narden. They won the uh, Monsignor Martin Playoff Championship. She was the pitcher on that team. And from St. Mary's of Lancaster, they won the regular season, Monsignor Martin, uh, Marguerite Kellner. She's a catcher. Uh, boy, if she wasn't a, if she wasn't a, the best player this year in Monsignor Martin, she was a finalist. Another player from Monsignor Martin, real quick, uh, Gina Fazler, another catcher from Sacred Heart. Uh, she committed to Canisius already. Only a sophomore uh, this only, year. Uh, only a sophomore. I, I remember her in the uh, semifinal game against St. Mary's. And even though they lost, she was, you know, you could tell she has a presence at the plate. And she... The runner, there were runners at first base trying to play games with her, but she just had a command about her, and her throw was crisp. Again, I do, I'm not necessarily implying that Marguerite uh, Kellner is a better catcher than you know Gina Fazolari, but because of the success of the team, that ranks high with me. Sacred Heart only uh, what they lost in the semi. Yeah, the semi. Uh in my mind, possibly the best pitcher overall in Western New York. Maybe not this year because she wasn't quite successful. That's Annalise Kelly from West Seneca East. She is headed to, what, Kent State, isn't it, Francis? It sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, I think if I could go out there and someone says, take whatever pitch you want, you got to win one game, I would probably pick Annalise Kelly. Uh, she lost to Will East, I believe, what, one to nothing? In the that would be class probably A1, A1 semi. Probably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one to nothing. She held uh, Will East to one run. That's an accomplishment. And that and Brooke Planka held him to two runs. That just shows you how good uh, those two girls were. And my last one uh, from Dunkirk, Emily Hanlon. I don't have her numbers for the year. I know she was uh, ranked high in the uh, New York State uh all-stars for this year she's a university of tennessee commit when they went down to it was either florida or north carolina anthony at that time and at least from that end of soccer season to that moment she was leaning towards going to uh duke university on a track and field ride 
I guess she was down there. Somebody from Tennessee was down there, saw her, and made her an offer. That's how impressed they were with her. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what. I'll bet you there's a bunch of college soccer coaches out there that would love to have her on their soccer team. You should see her on a soccer field. Uh, in my mind, uh, no-brainer as far as the uh, female athlete of the year this year. Uh, borderline, I mean, there's probably a couple girls for just softball alone I could have snuck in ahead of her, but I thought she deserved that final slot. Outstanding stuff, Roger. All right, we'll come back from the uh, break. We'll uh, see what Francis has for Western New York Athletics. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Don't forget, Sports Talk Saturday is coming up next. I'm sure a lot on the NHL draft. That and more, you're listening to WGR Sports Radio 550. One last segment of Inside High School Sports, and then Sports Talk Saturday is on at 11 o'clock. A lot of hockey talk going around, and the guys... Who's on today, D? Is it Brayton? We got Brayton Wilson. All and right. And he'll be joined by Paul Hamilton right at the stop as well, right at the start as well for rounds two through seven. All right, so draft. Brayton's in the on-deck circle. He's taking some cuts, getting warmed up and ready to go. We have one more segment here. Francis, all Western New York Athletics, you guys have been uh, uh, working hard at putting together your team. Uh, what have you got? Um, Roger and ours uh, matched up pretty well. There are a few names we had that he didn't. Um, one of those was Brooke Woodard from Eden, uh, I believe sister of the girl you said. Right. Um, we also had from Narden Alyssa Coons. And, um, she was on my second team. I believe she was uh, player uh, or co-player of the year in Monsignor Martin. Her teammate, uh, Jessica DePasquale, being the pitcher of the year. Uh, the problem was with I had with them was they picked those teams at the end of the regular season before the playoffs were complete. Now, in that case, it was an omen because Narden did go on to win the uh, uh, Monsignor Martin Playoff Championship and represent the uh, Catholic schools downstate. And we also had in our first team Maddie Evarts from Niagara Wheatfield. Um, Wheatfield always has talent. Uh, they were the double-A runner-up. Um, and they gave Lancaster a pretty good game in the final, I remember. And uh, I remember this one play in the sectional final. I think it was like top of the seventh. Wheatfield was down two runs, and Evarts was in center field, and she actually dove into the turf, unfortunately head first, and made a catch to keep her team in the game. She she actually was able to stay in the game, but head first, I can imagine how Yikes. hard that must have been. Yeah, so... Uh. I think my biggest problem with uh, Matt Everts not being on my team was the fact that uh, uh, Louport uh, practically skated through that whole Niagara Frontier League. Uh, and Which is not a bad league. Well, I mean, there's some good This players. year was not one of their strongest year. Okay. Which uh, you also had Weefield beat North. Off, uh, North in the semifinals, that was impressive. Um, on our second team, we have from the NFL, Riley Klum, who we mentioned. Um, Newport, from, from uh, Newport. the aforementioned mm-hmm. NFL champions. Um, team that went under the radar, Amherst, had a pretty good catcher, Mia Ciarelli. We had some other coaches telling us she's one of the best players that they've seen yeah, in a while. Uh, Julie Gettner Murphy says she thought she was the best catcher in Western New York, and that's saying a lot because there were some good catchers. This sure. Uh, we have Abby Stone from Akron. Um, for Mount Mercy, uh, they had a good run. Allison Rokowski and Laura Gregory. Um, 
Will South, Katie Quagliani. I mentioned uh, earlier about, you know, just whatever you did in uh, 2017 doesn't necessarily come into play when I picked the team. I believe Abby Stone was all Western New York a year ago. And uh, we also had in our second team from Portville, Sydney, Coglian. On our third team, uh, trying to find some names, we had found, uh, we heard about Kylie Bajikowski from Lockport. Um, Jillian Fitzree from Mount St. Mary. She's a good athlete all around. Anthony, how come you didn't correct him? In the old country, would say Fiakowski. I'm sorry. Yeah, sure, pick on me, but like he gets a pass. <laughs> Uh, we all, we had Christy Mack on our third team for Will East. Some good names. I tell you what, I could win a lot of games with just that third team. That's how, yeah. That's how good it is all through Western New York, Anthony. I mean, like you say, Christy Mack, Liz List, the pitcher from Orchard Park, is on Francis' team. Sydney Bialecki, she was on my first team. Miranda Fish from Williamsville North. Those are some pretty good softball players. See, it's no surprise to me that you guys have so many names that you're able to throw out here when you consider the amount of uh, girls playing softball, travel ball, how, whatever. I don't even know. Do they and then play I house? pick the best 18. Yeah, That's I, tough. but it's so popular and it's so big in Western New York, so it's no surprise that we're getting this many. It's also no surprise that our high schools are getting this, having this much success. Um, like I say, in, in the example, someone like Emily Hanlon. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, just for fun, my second sport is going to be softball because I'm uh, going to go to Duke for track. And all of a sudden she ends up with an offer to play softball for the University of Tennessee. It's a program. Yeah, yeah. That's Always, outstanding. Always uh, go to the uh, you know, playoffs every year. Sure. That's like going to Connecticut for uh, basketball. Uh, sure UConn. is. Well, women's basketball. One girl that made our honorable luncheon list um, who won the A, the double-A title, Jenna Patterson, uh, she pitched a great game against Snyder Refield. I remember in the final half inning, um, she was pitching great, and then all of a sudden the one batter from Wheatfield hit a straight liner right to her knee. This was at Ouch. North. Went right down, and I was thinking they were going to pull her. I, it was right on the bone, and I would have thought they oh. would have pulled her. She's Comes back up after, you know, they looked at it. First pitch, perfect straight like that. And Rub a little dirt fin- on it, get yeah. back out there. And she was perfect, and she finished off the game. A big shout-out to her. Um, Tessa Sutherland had a one-hitter. Um, Lexi Legatuga from Camori, she makes her honorable mention. She finishes off a seven-year varsity career. I believe seven, or is it six? What she Definitely has the six. I don't think she six. played in sixth grade. Yeah, but, uh, so six year. Um, congrats to her. Um, seventh grader, Jane Papa Vinny's, uh, the pizzeria, <laughs> the former pizzeria in the Kenmore area. Uh, he also graduated with me from Kensington. Lexi. He's like he like knows everybody's grandparents. Well, I went to high school with him. Uh, Abby Borkowski, her grandmother was up. Uh, I went. Her, Papa Vinny, and I all in the same graduating class. Roger almost went to a high school with Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Not to say Roger's older or anything. Yeah, yeah those log cabin schools, they were interesting. <laughs> but the trouble is, you know, on our lunch hour, we had to go out and chop wood. <laughs> he wrote with a feather. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, a shout-out, Kimmer East, uh, Gene Riley, a seventh grader, put up big numbers this year for the Bulldogs over at Kemar West. Obviously, we talk about Abby Burkowski. 
But Lydia Serrano hit the first home run at that brand new turf field. A lot of new turf fields this season. They were nice to take in. Doesn't it blow you guys' minds away when you see how many, uh, you know, seventh or eighth graders are uh, not only playing on a varsity team, but doing very, very well? Well, you see, Anthony, the thing that, you know, blows me away, you go out to a, you know, high school game and all that, and you got one of the girls that's the uh, uh, better players on uh, their respective softball teams, and then you go to the 14 and under tournament at Aunt Rosie's, and they're playing in that. Yeah. 14 and under. <laughs> it's amazing. Unbelievable. Absolutely. Well, congratulations to all the young ladies that you guys have mentioned. Sorry uh, we don't the- have more time to, to talk about some of the others. There's a lot of deserving young hey, ladies out there. We've talked about Niagara Weekfield. They return all three of their captains next year. Mackenzie Franks, Everts, and Quider. And I believe I Franks Qu- hit a home Quider run in that eighth final. I saw her yesterday out at uh, the Northtown Center. I almost said Pepsi Center. Shame on me. <laughs> a lot of returning players. I'm sure next year will be as exciting as always. Thank you, Francis. Thank you, Roger. Thank you, uh, Derek. Congra- once again, congratulations to the class of 2018. Uh, job well done. We'll see you guys next week with more Inside High School Sports. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.